And we're live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining me today on Becca's World for an episode of Becca Uncut. Um, Keepy was going to try to join me, but something came up and he couldn't make it. And this annoying phone is ringing, so, but it should stop in a moment. Um, but there's a couple of topics I want to talk to you guys about today. Okay. Um, first of all, I want to talk to you guys about what's going on, um, what's being done to our Supreme Court justices um, right now. Um, we have our justices being threatened and being harassed by people. Um, a gunman was caught outside Judge Kavanaugh's home the other day, and Judge Kavanaugh is um, on the Supreme Court. And then um, somebody has been leaking, it's called doxing, but it means leaking information about Judge Amy, what's her name? Amy Coney Barrett's um, where her children go to school and where her, her and where her and her family go to church. And this could endanger Judge Barrett's family and Judge Kavanaugh's family is already endangered since they have gunmen lurking around outside their home trying to take shots at them. And so guys, I ask that if you love this country, no matter who you voted for in 2020 and, and no matter where you stand, would you just please keep our justices up, hold them up in prayer for their protection? Because we don't need any more crazy shit going on in this country. We don't need any justices assassinated and, and, or anything like that. We need to start calming stuff down. And um, so I just wanted to talk about that. Um, and, and so yes, keep Judge Amy Coney Barrett and her family in your prayers and keep Judge Kavanaugh's family in your prayers as well. And keep all the judges, court justices in your prayers. And yes, even keep our smaller court judges in your prayers because they've been getting taken out the last several years as well. Um, just recently, I heard about another shooting in where a judge was taken out in a courtroom in one of the states here. and. Um, that's never the way to, uh, get justice. You guys, I, like I was, I had to fight for a long time for justice in a court of law. Right. Um, I, you guys don't really, in 2004, when I, I went to court the first time and I tried to get my constitutional rights and my property back, I was completely railroaded. Right. And I, and I, I felt like I'd been run over by a train and I really had, right. Like I said, I was railroaded, but. I have to be honest with you, the, I'm a blind woman and the thought of taking revenge on those lawyers and my parents for what they did, did cross my mind, but I had to pray about it. And I had to pray about, about the case manager too, because the case manager and the lawyers and my mother, but my mother was ignorant, but all of them said things about me in court that were not true and that were completely unfair. And so I had to pray for a long time to have have to be able to forgive them, right? Because for a long time, my heart was just screaming, I want revenge. And I was praying to God, I was asking God, God, please take revenge on these three people. There were three in particular, my mother, the case manager, and my guardian. I was asking God to take revenge on those individuals on my behalf and let me see his vengeance so that I could feel justified, right? Because I felt so, so just ruin or just beat up by these people right and it was the court of law that allowed it to do so you better believe i had 
I had back then a lot of hard feelings towards a couple of judges in Montana. And to this day, I, I have a lot of, a lot of um, thoughts like, I really think our judges um, need to uh, do a lot more research before they make these decisions because of what they did to me and to other people. Like um, I have a friend named Beth who was also locked, locked under a guardianship for several years and she only recently got out of hers. Um, but, but like I was saying, as someone who's been wronged by the system and who knows what it's like to be so angry at the system, like you guys have to understand, I, when they locked me under that guardianship, I, was, I felt like I'd been wrongly convicted and, and I'd been given a death sentence because they didn't plan on ever letting me out of that guardianship. And I knew that that night. And so I knew I was gonna have to fight for my life to escape from it. And, and so, like I said, I understand what it's like to have that kind of hatred and anger and bitterness towards a judge, right? But, but you can't take guns and go into courthouses and shoot judges like it's been going on in our country. And you can't take uh, guns to Supreme Court judges' houses and try to shoot them or their family or threaten them or make them feel unsafe. And, and we have to stop doing this. We have to realize what guns are intended for because guns are being used the wrong way way too often. Um, and, and I don't think we should lose our Second Amendment rights. We need the right to bear arms in this country, but we have to do it responsibly. Um, but that's... I didn't want to get into all of that lecture, but I think it's important that you guys think about it because there's way too many people, like I said, that are taking pot shots at judges all around our country. And not only judges, our law enforcement. And there was a time in this country when we had civility, when it was just assumed that that you went to pat to a police officer, that you'd hold the door for him, right? And it seems like in the last few decades, people are actually taking out cops when they have chances and hurting our police officers, right? And, and now they're taking out our judges and stuff, right? When really, I think it's the lawyers that are causing the problems. I'm just kidding, guys, but I don't want you taking shots at lawyers either. But, but um, anyway, I think we need to all um, stop and take a breath and think about what we're doing and what we're feeling and how we're behaving as a result of those feelings um, because it all starts up here in your brain with your thoughts are your thoughts um we, you should think about are your thoughts constructive or are they destructive if they're destructive then they're not positive thoughts they're not good thoughts are they are they thoughts that will build others up or are they thoughts that will tear others down right these are the kinds of thoughts that we need to have in our head before we do things and say things and I think people are are acting before they think. And and I think a lot of stuff that kids and, and even adults are seeing in their media, in the music they listen to and the movies they see and 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 the stuff they choose to watch on their their iPhones and their iPads and stuff, right? People are getting access to a lot of really bad stuff that is tarnishing and it's it's wounding their brains and it's putting putting scars on their souls and their hearts and and people no longer know how to be people of goodwill right it's like people's first instinct is what can i get from the situation or what's in it for me or how can i trample this guy to get his stuff from him right whatever it might be and um i just 
I just think people need to stop and think more. Like, so when I went through the Community Bridges Program um, in Missoula, the Community Bridges Program was a traumatic brain injury rehabilitation program. And I have a TBI and I gained a lot of great things from that program. And one of the great things I got was REB, which stands for Rational Emotive Behavior. And in that program, they taught us to think, to look at our thoughts, right? Not just let them go in and out, but actually look at them. What, what did these thoughts, were these thoughts constructive? You know what I mean? And, and, and what, what emotions were we feeling, right? And, 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 and cause were those emotions positive or negative? Because if, if the thoughts were negative, then the emotions were negative and we'd always have a negative outcome in the end, right? So we learned how to look at our thoughts and determine if they were positive or negative and then turn them into something that's positive that that will be nourishing to the situation instead of the opposite, right? And and so and and the reason they taught us to do that is because when you have a traumatic brain injury, your brain isn't able to process information correctly anymore. And but if you learn how to do it in stages like that, it slows your brain down, it slows your psyche down, and it slows your behavior down. And I think if we, maybe if we start teaching this REB concept to kids in public schools, they'll be able to slow down their thinking before they get to the point of anger where they're looking for a weapon to go take vengeance on people. I guess that's what I'm trying to say, because REB really worked for me, and I saw it work for a lot of other people too when I went through the Bridges program. And it seems to me like these kids, and not all of them are kids, but these young people who are taking guns and going and doing these things, they're not thinking through the, all this stuff all the way. They're not thinking through the process all the way. They're not thinking through the consequences all the way. They're not thinking through why am I doing this all the way. All they know is they're angry and they want to take it out on somebody. But we can teach our kids to think a different way, especially when they're teenagers, because when they're teenagers, their brains are growing and developing. So imagine how great it could be if we could teach our kids this concept called REB, rational emotive behavior, when they're in high school. I think it would cut down a lot on the school shootings and a lot of the other nonsense that's going on. Um, anyway, that's just something I wanted to point out. Um, because of what's going on with the guns and stuff. Um, do you know what was next on my list? Okay. Uh, let's see. The next thing, did you want to talk about Russia and Ukraine, the um, food impact on the world? Or do you want to talk about South Carolina? Oh, I'll talk about South Carolina. The half, half man, half reptiles. Yeah, the suspected Democrats. So I, I watched, I watched a program earlier this week um, about these creatures that had been spotted over the last several decades. There have been reports of them in different areas of our country, but the what report I watched was specifically about South Carolina, although they mentioned other places, right? But these creatures are, they walk on two legs, right? And they're half man and half like lizard, right? And and these creatures, because there's been so many sightings, I don't know, I just wonder if there's something to this. And I'm wondering um, if this might be another 
another way the Democrats could get another voting block. Think about it. If they get go down there and get these, these uh, what are they called? Uh, do you know, I wrote the word down. What was it written down on there? Um, they, there's a word that they're calling these creatures. Um, um, I had wrote it on you my just, You just put half man, half reptile creatures. What's on the next line below that? Because I thought I wrote it below that or above mm. that. No, you said, in South Carolina and other places, scientists believe they have only discovered 4% of the creatures on Earth. Half man, half reptile creatures have been seen for a long time. What's going on? Oh, I guess I didn't mention what they're called. But anyway, guys, it's really a fascinating story. I mean, I kind of dig these stories, these uh, zany news stories. Um, but so anyway, think about it, right? There's um, Bigfoot sightings that we've had in our country um what else the abominable snowman um so why can't these creatures be real right um because listen to me just because you haven't seen something don't doesn't mean it's not real believe me um anyway gina let's take a quick commercial break hey everybody i wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get all three of my books on digital download audible or Amazon print on demand or on Audible. You can get my first book, Because You're Blind, which is the story of how I woke up in 1989 at the age of 12 years old, totally blind, severely brain injured, severely brain injured and paralyzed on the left side of my body and overcame that and a lot of other stuff. And then my second book, Changing My Perspective, is the story of how I overcame a lot of trauma that I was feeling the day I walked out of court on January 25th, 2012, after escaping from that illegal guardianship I was locked under for 15 years in the state of Montana. And then you can also get my latest book, Metamorphosis, which is my first fiction book. In this book, there are six short stories, each of them about a different blind character that overcomes a lot of obstacles in her life. And it kind of ties into my own experiences, but I teach a lot in this book about how I overcame everything that I've overcome. And so I really encourage my readers to check it out. And I've gone out of my way to make all three of my books accessible to everybody. So please check them out. And if you could do me the favor of going up to Amazon and writing a review, I would really appreciate it. Um, and you can email me at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com if you want to get more information. And now, back to the show. And we're back. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining or staying with us during the break. Um, now, so before the break, I talked about how I thought we could help our teenagers and our children maybe deal with things better. And now I'm going to talk about how I think maybe we as adults can deal with things better. Like what I've been doing as a woman is I exercise every day, right? First thing when I wake up and I listen to great music over my Alexa, right? And, and so, and I've always felt like throughout my life, good music with positive lyrics and, and exercise have always been beneficial to my body, my heart, my soul, right? And I, so I want to talk to you today, especially the women, because women, we give so much to our families, to our kids, to our husbands. We, we run the household. We run, a lot of times we run our husband's business. If our husband is a business owner, we run stuff for our kids and stuff, right? So 
I know women tend to like our energy gets zapped and we, you know, sometimes we need a little bit of me time, right? Well, I take me time every morning, right? Um, I like to try to get up at four o'clock in the morning and I use my treadmill for an hour, right? That's where the exercise comes in. And at the same time, I play music over my Alexa. Um, I play whatever I like. If you have an Alexa, um, well, if you don't have an Alexa, I recommend you get one. But if you do, like, you can just have her play whatever kind of music you like, right? And you can have her set a timer for you. Like, I, I have her set a timer for an hour for me, right? Because if I don't set a timer for an hour, I, I'll probably go for an hour and a half before I'll get off. Because I'm really, I love my treadmill. Um, so, yeah, that's what I do every morning. And, you know, it's such a great way to wake up in the morning. Because it gives my body a chance to exercise and get the juices flowing and it gives my brain a chance to wake up to some positive music and some positive thoughts and feelings. And I feel like it's a way for me to connect with God every morning too. Right. And, 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 you know, I have like my feet have been hurting really bad. Right. You guys may have seen where I've talked on previous episodes about what's going on with this diabetes I'm fighting. Well, getting up in the morning also like getting my feet ready to get on my treadmill, right? All of this is good. It's helping me with saving my feet so I don't lose them because of my diabetes. And 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 exercising is making my body stronger every day. And and, and like I said, like singing to my favorite songs is making my heart and my, my soul stronger and happier again, right? Like many of, I don't know how many of you are new viewers. I don't know how many of you are people who've known me my whole life, but people who have known me my whole life have told me in the last several years that that I really glow, right? And and it's that happiness because I've discovered discovered my me time, I guess, right? It's that time that I take first thing in the morning to to be by myself and to be with God, right? And and to sing and to pray and and to be available to listen to his voice when I'm not distracted by other things. And so if you're not already praying or exercising or reading the word of God or something in the morning, I encourage you to try to implement one of those things in your in your day because it's a really great way to start out your day and if you start your day on the right foot just like starting eating starting the day with a good breakfast it makes the whole day go better right um and like the world's been through a lot in the last few years and and i just know that this is what's helped me recover from all the shit i've been through in my life and that's why i'm telling you guys about it because i want to give you guys the best information i have um so anyway, unfortunately, TP wasn't able to join us today. I spoke to him on the phone this morning. I know he was planning on it. So I'll have to catch up with him later and see what's going on. But please keep TP in, his, in your prayers because of his recent loss. And keep his mother in your prayers as well, because I know she's grieving quite a bit. Um, and please go up to my store on my um, website, because you can get any one of my three books up there in any format. They're accessible to all. And you can also order Becca's World Memorabilia up there. And we will be at the NFB convention in July. So look for us there. Okay, guys? Um, thank you for watching today's episode of Becca Uncut. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. That's a wrap. Peace out, y'all. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and